Hi guys and welcome back to another Bath Indie. I'm your host Sharice and on this week's show I have a really special lady who knows all things stretchy and yogi. I would love to introduce to you all the lovely Chloe. Hi Chloe, how are you? I'm well, I'm literally beaming from ear to ear being on this podcast. It's my very first one. So thank you so much for having me. You are more than welcome. You're more than welcome. I'm super excited because um, I love watching your yoga. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of people end up watching and it's like I have to try and transfer them from watching to doing. I know, I know. I am totally in love with the yoga lifestyle, but I'm also in love with um just trying to keep up and like get up and that's something that you've really done in the last kind of lockdown and stuff is you've got people up in the morning so for all my lovely listeners give me a little bit of a rundown of who you are where you've come from so I'm actually from Cornwall and I kind of always had aspired to be a dancer and had trained lots back home and applied for lots of universities, ironically Bath being the last option. Um, but I remember kind of driving into the grounds of Bath Spa and being in, in the city centre and I just kind of had this this feeling of like I'm home and it was something really refreshing for me. So I kind of really listened to my gut and yeah, I ended up doing a three-year dance degree at university things kind of shifted as I got injured um I actually had a disectomy in my final year I slipped my L5S1 so things shifted for me and I think they shifted for the better and yeah I found yoga really through that injury so it kind of steered me in a completely different path and now I teach yoga and I'm obsessed with it yeah that's that's a shift I mean it's still movement and it's still good for your body and good for your mind but give me a little rundown of how you sort of adjusted from that dance lifestyle into yoga did you train after uni so the kind of major shift for me actually with dance was kind of going from this quite competitive nature I'd always competed when I was younger and I was in a kind of a lot of groups that did commercial dancing and it was very kind of attitudey and which was amazing but as soon as I found the shift from that to yoga it kind of stripped the performance element from it and I just kind of started to move for something so much bigger than aesthetics and performance and yeah I I still did dancing a little bit when I first got injured, but I actually haven't haven't been in a dance studio in a very long time. So I think maybe it's coming. I'm like trying to figure out if I'm going to get back in a studio, but there's still very incredible ways of moving. So I'm lucky to have had that background and it really influences the way I teach, which is which is wonderful. Love it. So when you first moved into yoga, how did you go about it for anyone that out there is aspiring to sort of move from mat to teaching? How did how did you get into it? So I got into it um, through the injury that I had and actually was recommended by a physio and a chiropractor. And they kind of just said, you need you need this soft rehab, but that's still going to get your body moving and that's still going to strengthen you. And I remember going to a yoga class in Bath and there was a wonderful teacher, Liv Carell. And I remember kind of going in and I was in this really bleak mindset and I was worried about what I was going to do with my career and if I could dance again. And, you know, it 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 was a really, really stressful time of, of my life. 
And I remember going into this session and kind of not being concerned about what anyone else was thinking. And I just moved and I breathed. And I remember leaving thinking, whoa, like whatever that was, was magic. And that was where the kind of real big shift came. And I, and my advice even now for people that kind of want to get on a mat or already have a practice is just like work at your kind of potential and go and seek a teacher that you resonate with read listen evolve and eventually you start to find this really beautiful practice um and I feel so passionately about it I'm like sat here now and like I can feel it kind of bubbling inside me like I am so biased but honestly I just implore people to like roll out a mat it will it will change your life I love it and with your classes because I know you you trained um I want to say Portugal Bali I've kind of stalked you all over Instagram (laughs) so I trained I did my training with the sacred fig and they are um a kind of New York based yoga training the guy that runs it is called Anton Brandt who if anybody knows me I'm obsessed with him he is such a great teacher a wonderful friend now and an incredible mentor and I went to the training in Bali back in 2018 which was the first time I'd traveled on my own and it was just such a transformational life I met some people that are still wonderful friends to this day and then I was lucky enough to be asked to go and mentor the teacher training in July. And that was in Portugal. So a lot of my pictures for summer was like escaping the pandemic and having this amazing time in Portugal. So, yeah, the sacred fig, if anybody wants to check them out, it's incredible. Just another one to add to my list of Instagram stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you went basically dancer into yogi. You did your training. And then obviously you go into a studio, you start teaching and then boom, pandemic hit. So how did you or the people around you, how did you even have to adapt to that? God, I remember kind of, I don't know what it was like for a lot of people, but I kind of didn't really believe it was as bad as it was back in the first lockdown. And I remember kind of being like, wait, why is everything shutting? Like, we don't need to shut. The studios don't need to shut. And I remember setting up my camera at home and I'd never done a zoom class before I'd never taught an online class before and it was really wonderful actually if anybody took my very very first class we did in the first lockdown I remember coming out of the class and kind of guiding everybody out and I was really emotional to see everybody in their home and to have kind of carved out the time to move with me even though it was new territory um yeah it was really kind of inspiring so that feeling that I have has kept me going the whole way through virtual yoga. And it's so nice to see that people that aren't from Bath and people that I can't normally connect with because they wouldn't be able to get to a studio I'm in, it means I can move with them and it's creating a really sweet community. So yeah, it's it's been a been a journey, but I think hats off to anybody that's adapted in the past year. It's it's hard work, but we've kind of proved ourselves. So kudos yeah I um I feel for a lot of people um especially self-employed and people like yourselves who've kind of taken that leap to to make a change in their lives and now they are really adapting and it's quite positive and quite heartwarming to see that change for sure and I kind of I I mean I was working in retail I was at Sweaty Betty for about four and a half years and I, I made the decision to leave back in the June and I actually remember having a conversation with my manager who's one of my really good friends and I was like you know we're never gonna have another lockdown we're never gonna have 
this pandemic again like I'm gonna go to Portugal and then I was like watch this space for yoga and I remember coming home and I was like oh it's lockdown two and I'm still teaching in my living room and so are so many other self-employed people and there's so many people I know that weren't able to get grants or loans from the government and it's like oh you know it's people are really trying so to get the support from the community that invest in small businesses and your friends that invest in you is is just really heartwarming and I really encourage people to keep doing that for independent businesses because it really does keep us afloat yeah yeah it's so important and I find talking to more and more people like yourself it does um bring it back home how important um the decisions even the little decisions we make with our money to invest in people is super important and it's really sweet to see um but another thing I was really interested about with actually yoga and um we didn't speak about this before but um what for you is like your fundamentals of yoga like you sit on a mat like what are you there for most importantly I understand like movement but personally what are you there for so for me and I think for a lot of people that that take the time to develop their practice and really kind of learn and educate themselves on yoga is it is so much more than movement and I can actually tell if I've not been on my mat in a few days like my mood drops I'm very reactive I feel the kind of I I work a lot with kind of like visioning and and energy and the way that I see it is that I'm very cloudy and as soon as I step on my mat it's like everything just starts to clear and I kind of get very lost in the sound of my breath meditation listening to people guiding me and I just I just really feel passionately about the magic that it holds and I think when you can commit to a practice whether it's yoga or you know maybe it's the gym or running or you can have moving meditations in that sense but it's really about sitting down with yourself even if it feels uncomfortable and moving through that darkness but I assure you and I and I'm you know speaking from firsthand but the light comes and you know sometimes that's all we need and especially now it's like god if I didn't have my mat I have no idea where I'd be yeah that's super important um I like the way that you describe that as like moving meditation it's quite soothing (laughs) yeah absolutely and I think you know people find meditation and I find meditation really hard on on the first training that I did I remember sitting and being so uncomfortable and all I could think about was like oh my god my hips ache and my back sore and I don't know what he's talking about and I'm bored and I'm tired and then you kind of persevere with the moving and I think when you do start practicing regularly and you realize that the asana which is the movement is actually preparing your body to be able to sit for prolonged periods of time that's where you kind of take the time out to be like oh this is working and now I can sit and even though it might only be for half an hour it's like I can sit and I'm not uncomfortable and although your mind is busy you're in this really sweet place it's really difficult to explain but and that's why I I reference kind of moving meditation people's meditation might be running because actually when you're running and you get lost in a route and nothing else really matters and you've got your headphones in and even if it's raining it's like that's your meditation it's this time where you're not distracted by external stuff you haven't got your phone on it's just you and your breath and it's like that's the power I'm actually reading the book the power at the moment and you said that then and I was like (laughs) I'm reading that book at the moment Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) It's a really great book. (laughs) It talks a lot about 
yeah being able to vision things and energy and yeah it comes from the secret if you've ever heard of it so I'm big into that at the moment so what you're saying is just like resonating with my need to do more internally I suppose Um, for sure and also I would really recommend um New Earth or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle that's I think that's how you say his name that's an amazing book um and I actually just recommended a few to my friend last night so if anybody needs book recommendations feel free to DM me but those sorts of books are the ones that you're referencing I just think I don't know how you feel but when you're reading it it's almost like this light bulb moment and you're like oh that makes sense it makes so much sense to the point where my partner was cooking dinner last night and I was literally reading him passages like this is me I love that and I'm very similar actually I kind of will like sit with with my boyfriend and he's like playing Call of Duty and I'm like oh my god we're so much more than an ego and he's like okay <laughs> okay hon <laughs> I love it um so from obviously you doing your online and virtual classes you've actually built like a, a monthly membership tell me a little bit about that yeah so the kind of I can't remember whether it was the second lockdown or that kind of stage in between but I was actually having a really bad like morning routine and I kind of wanted to share my practice and I wanted to build a few more clients and I was like maybe actually it would be really great for me to get up in the morning and share my practice and also then get other people up with me so I remember offering free morning movements on my Instagram and it was just 20 minutes um there was kind of it was really easy going and you could just join if you wanted and I would save it to IGTV and over that three weeks I just built this nice group of people that were like oh cool I I would love to come and move with you And it inspired me to create a platform, a girl I know back from Cornwall, she's called Izzy. She'd done something very similar. And I remember speaking to her and I was like, that's such a good idea. And it it meant that people could just access it at any time. And that's something that really kind of got me is the accessibility of it. So I created this Instagram, it's called Yoga with CK. And you just pay 15 pounds a month. It works out to be about 20 classes and you just join me if you want to join me. And if you don't want to join me, you can catch up in your own time. And there's some really wonderful collaborations happening. There's some beautiful movement and discussions over there. So yeah, if anybody's ever interested, it's it's in the link in my bio and I'm going to be sending it to you so you can join. <laughs> yes, I need this because here's the thing accountability for me is everything and I've said it before that like I need to either tell someone I'm doing something so they hold me accountable to it or I need to join something like me being on my own I'm that terrible person that doesn't have that like motivation to just get up and do something so yeah classes like that where you have to be somewhere at a certain time with someone doing it for you is pretty nice yeah and and the thing is is I get it when you know sometimes an hour's class can seem quite daunting and that's a big chunk out of your day if you're a busy person and you've got lots on if you've got kids and you work from home and I get it an hour can seem too much so the wonderful thing is about those slightly shorter classes is there's there's movement ranging from 20 minutes to 30 minutes to 40 to an hour so if the 20 minutes work for you then cool you just do the 20 minutes and it's like done before you even know it so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can hold some people accountable. There's actually some on the page that are like, you have to tell me to get up and move my body else. I'm never going to do it. <laughs> um, and also, so 15 pounds, that's like super accessible and affordable to loads of people because 
in normal life, we might pay, say, £50 for a gym membership. Or, I mean, I've paid more in, in the past. So £15 is something that, you know, for investing in that, it's really affordable. For sure. And I kind of, it, it was actually a quite a difficult decision for me to make because there's so much free content out there. Like if you go on YouTube and you type in Vinyasa Yoga, there's hundreds of videos that you can access for free. So it was really trying to be my own cheerleader to understand my value and my time but also allowing people to be like okay 15 pounds you almost kind of forget that it's going out your account it's like a netflix subscription that was kind of my inspiration behind it so yeah 15 works really well for me and also it kind of you know it's enough for me to feel like it's worth it it's really difficult money is icky you know (laughs) it's like with self-employed people it's like But at the same time, like you said, that has a value and it has a purpose and people don't mind investing in that. And I think especially with this year, when it comes to health and well-being, people are investing in it. So it's amazing that you can put something out there like that uh, to people that might not have done it in the past or are unsure of what they're doing. And yoga for people that don't do yoga can be quite an intimidating thing. So to be able to have it, the comfort of your own home, just watching someone as calm and positive of you, then yeah, that's definitely. And, you know, I remember being in studios or hosting online stuff before and and I probably charged 25 quid for a two hour workshop and that's only two hours. So 15 for your whole month is is really accessible and and you know I I hope that people that are listening to this if there's any reason why that wouldn't be accessible for you like DM me because in my head it's I would much rather you move than you be missing out on that time for you you know Mm. I know um, a lot of people out there right now um, especially I mean I just have me and my boyfriend to sort of overlook in this period but people out there who have kids who have babies who are caring for someone who are, you know there's so many people out there that are indoors that are not just with themselves I think it's a really lovely moment in your day to have a little something for you like how important is it for you to just take yourself away from everything and just have that time for yourself absolutely and Yeah, that's so potent. I remember a lot of the time, actually, when I would teach in a studio, something that really resonated with me is I would always kind of think, I have no idea why these people have come today. And I have no idea why they've rolled out their mats. I have no idea what's happened in their week. And similarly to the virtual yoga, it's like, I don't know what happens for you in your day. And you might have had the worst week of your life. But to be able to show up and do the work really is where the magic happens. And I say often in my classes, like, let this moment land and just be here exactly as you are and still be loved for it. You know, it's, it's so non-judgmental and it's not feeling guilty for carving that time out. I, I know there's a lot of people out there that God work 99% of the time, care 99% of the time. And it's like, if your cup isn't full, how do you expect to fill anyone else's cup up? Oh, that's so nice. I've never heard it put like I that. I know. I love a little analogy. <laughs> I love an analogy I'm the type of person that like sees visuals if you've ever I mean you will if you listen to my classes they're very untraditional a lot of the time and because I work with like visualizations before I even know it some of the cues that come out are very questionable but um, I'll end up saying things like you know the inside of a galaxy caramel that's how I want you to be moving (laughs) like people will look up at me like 
what <laughs> i love me some gal- gal- oh my god and i'll be like the inside of a washing machine <laughs> but people like resonate with it it works well it's like this really concrete idea and they're like cool yeah that is brilliant what would be for yourself your personal goal for 2021 for 2021 i'm really interested in kind of deepening my education i think we're always students so i'm looking to do another training at the latter end of the year and I'm taking part in the subtle practice, which Anton's offering alongside some wonderful teachers um, from the Sacred Fig and Katona Yoga. So I have that to look forward to. And I, I really want to be able to, yeah, be inspired to be able to inspire others. So that's the immediate. And then also I would love, love, love to grow my yoga community to 100 people. Um, there's just something about the number of like that many people moving with me would be incredible so I'm manifesting 100. Absolutely goals 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 for 2021. Um, Being in Bath obviously this is your home now it's I know you're from Cornwall but being in Bath it's your home. Um, What's your favorite indie from Bath? My favorite indie has to be, she is called Ursula Pash and she runs a little business called Pash Designs. And a little bit of context for mine and her friendship is we worked together at Sweaty Betty and we were both kind of in this place where we had our separate passions and our separate hobbies. And we were like, oh, do we take the plunge? And we'd have like loads of these little pep talks in the back office and in the stock room. And she left just before me. And I just, her work is so inspiring. She creates the most amazing paintings, vases, cushions, canvases. And I just take my hat off to her for just like taking the plunge. And I referenced it actually the other day in on my page about Brené Brown says a quote about stepping into the arena. And that unless you're in the arena, I'm not interested in your feedback. And she is so in the arena and she's just working her little butt off. And yeah, I, I really encourage people to go and check out her work. She's wonderful. I have actually, I followed her a few months ago, um, purely because I seen um, on kind of your discovery page or explore page on Instagram, this beautiful line drawing. Um, and it ended up, I clicked onto her and it ended up being her designs and her line, I think it was like a, a greeting card yeah. line drawing, like hand drawn. Yeah, I think I, I was like, she she would do these little personalized cards and I'd be like, I would like 20. <laughs> but she's, yeah, she's great. And I'm I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by actually a lot of women that have independent businesses. You know, you've spoken to Polly Jackson and M. Frampton and my friend Emily Manders really working hard at her hair stuff. And again, it's with self-employed people, it's adapting to what you can do. And she really inspired me. She did an education via Instagram and I was like, oh, hey, like Instagram, that works well. And yeah, I just take my hat off to people at the moment for just trying. And like, I see you and, and I hope that other people do. It's it's quite important, isn't it, to almost um, not only jump off and do something self-employed or uh, a creative passion on the side or anything that you want to do I think we're all starting to learn that actually it's okay to do a little something on the side and it's okay to enjoy that little guilt that like guilty pleasure of whether that's painting or drawing or yoga or but just enjoying it this it just seems like the last year even though it has been quite a crazy year people are really learning to take that 
as totally. a positive. And I, I think actually this year and being in lockdown gave people the time to really kind of evaluate what they wanted to do. And I'm very lucky to be with someone that's very business minded. And, you know, Joe ended up opening a restaurant in the middle of the pandemic. And even now it's like he's working hard to keep that business going. And and I'm yeah, I'm very fortunate that I'm surrounded by those sorts of people because I'm massively then inspired by it. So yeah I think it's just keeping encouraging and also like be your own cheerleader cheerleader other people there's always enough kind of judgment and um what am I trying to say judgment and (laughs) critique (laughs) critique maybe but I just think it's really easy to kind of look at the faults in things but actually it's like back yourself and back other people because you know when we support each other it's like everybody everybody wins yeah absolutely love that so for all the non-yogi people out there and for all the people that also practice yoga or like you said the gym running or what's your one bit of advice I know we spoke earlier about advice but what's your one bit of advice if you only could say one thing what would it be that's a really difficult question because I have a lot to say (laughs) I talk far too much. No, my my one piece of advice, and it's not even necessarily to do with yoga or running or anything. It's just life is far too short. So do whatever makes you happy because life is so fragile and so precious and we shouldn't waste any more time doing something that doesn't set our soul on fire. Yeah, I love that. And then hopefully next year we can all go away on holiday and do that exact oh thing. Oh my god! In the You're talking to like the most summer Leo girl you could imagine. I'm not made for this rain. I'm not made for the cold. I'm like waiting to be on that plane. Uh, I think a lot of us. Yeah, I think a lot of us are going to be booking. Definitely, as as I'm going to be right there with you. Or <laughs> just doing yoga poses in the mountains. <laughs> just getting it for the gram, you know. <laughs> it's all for the ground baby okay awesome well I just want to say thank you so much for coming on um everything that you're doing and you're putting out is super calming super positive and I'm going to make sure all of your links I'll share everything with this podcast um thank you so so much for coming on and for all of my guys listening that was Chloe I'm going to share all of her Instagram her membership link and please go check her out even if it's for her 20 minutes. Thank you so, so much for having me. And yes, come and move with me anytime. I'll be there with open arms. Absolutely love it. That was another Bath Indie. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Yay!